Oh no, my eyes are really hurting. Maybe the light is too bright. Oh, good one. Uh, that was a play on words. Because our feature film for today's main review series topic is Bright. Bright. Which we will get to rather shortly. Shortly. But before we get to that. Before. There's a lot more other shit we need to talk shit. about. Mainly, how is it going, Joe? It's all good, man. 2018, new year, new me, new you, new podcast. Yes. Although the old podcast, but new. It's going to be the same, but in this time, instead of the past. Yeah. Basically, uh, we're here. We're going to talk about films. And we're going to see what else is going on in the world of strange entertainment, etc., etc. Oh, et so much happened. So much happened. I mean, we we haven't spoken in a little while, so... No, we need to start on? picking this up a little bit more. Pick it up. Pick up the pace. Pick up the pace, man. Base man. A lot of um, Star Wars fans have continued to bitch and moan about The Last Jedi. Which well, I still stand by. I thought it was good. You say, yeah, you thought it was good. I mean, we discussed that, but uh, it went on to make quite a bit of money. Not as much as The Force Awakens, I believe, but still no, well over a, a billion doll hairs. There'll always be a drop-off. There will always be a drop-off. The next one won't make as much as The Last Jedi, probably. You don't reckon, maybe? No, I reckon I it'll just drop off. If it's the third one, drop off. Is that your... Uh, drop off. That just seems to be your... Drop off. Your little... Um, Let me have it. Your phrase of the day. Let you me have, have a catchphrase. Uh, so do you want to do what you do and Google film news? Or have you got no, something else planned? This is um, a list of 2018 films we've got looking to come up. I just... In terms of film news, which I can pop back to because I'm multi-screened. I've got eight screens in front of me, guys. And I've got eight different articles lined up. Probably not eight, probably four, but... He's an octopus, the man. Um, staying with today's topic, Bright's sequel has been announced by Netflix. Ooh. Ooh. Controversial. Controversial, because you don't know if we like this film or not, and if we agree with this news. However, Netflix can probably make a lot of stuff cheaper than most places, so making a sequel. I think this got a lot of views. I think Bright got a lot of views. Well, it depends. So how do, how do Netflix measure success? Is it by views? Is it by, like, completed views? Do they yeah, because watch... Like how many t times people watch a film for like ten minutes and then just turn it off? Yeah, I or? think I think they can see that sort of data, but I think they said that this is one of the most viewed things on Netflix. And I guess uh, what well, well, when lots of people are talking about it on social media and Twitter and stuff, regardless of whether it's negative or positive, it is still drawing attention to Netflix. I imagine so. That's yeah, how, yeah. That's how they're going to generate the um, money, I guess. Well, the fact that they got Will Smith in to do the film as well is is quite a big still. Um, regardless of what you said, I, I didn't think he was that bad in this film, but we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Yes. Um, Hold your fire. Leonardo DiCaprio, the star in Quentin Tarantino's Manson film about Ooh. the Manson family murders. This film is in uh, classically good taste, as all Tarantino films are. Yeah, and DiCaprio's quite good at hand-picking films. I don't think the man's made a bad film uh, in the last 10 years. I'll, I'll add that clause in just in case he has made a really <laughs> bad film. Uh, well, he doesn't. He doesn't really do that sort of rom-com shit, does he? Even no. though he's a pretty boy, he tends to to pick good roles. Yeah, I'll let you off with that one. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Glaring. Other than that, he's no Michael Fassbender, who seems to be in everything. Makes yeah, more bad films than good these days. He's um he's fucked himself a little bit, Michael Fassbender, because he keeps being in every fucking. Ridley Scott Alien film and he's ruined the franchise. You're telling me the Snowman wasn't ruined a success. The Assassin's Creed wasn't a success. Snowman. Assassin's Creed Snowman. was so bland. I know. Uh, he's not 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 doing well at the minute, old. Did old you spend. did you watch James Franco, Dave Franco, and Tommy Wiseau accept the Golden Globe for best performance? Uh, I, I saw some footage of it. Yeah. Oh, wasn't by the way, the last one well good. 
Have, have you seen, seen it? it? No, I've not. I've not actually watched it yet. I watched we never a, did the episode. I watched an illegal version of it, and it yeah? was good. Yeah, okay, I have to watch it then. Um, yeah, um, as Tommy Wiseau come on stage, uh, James Franco like palmed him off from getting the mic. It was quite funny. He like, and he, he didn't let him have any of it. He, he no, but like I think stiff arm. He only had like thirty seconds to do a speech in. Yeah, they, and they James Franco had already written on, something, so he was just like, you know what, Tommy Wiseau would have been like. <laughs> um, I did not hit her, and um. Oh, hi, Mark. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Mark, yeah. His, um, his Golden Globe for directing The Shape of Water is one of the first major wa- awards given to a monster movie in modern Hollywood history. Wait. So go, go him. him. Breaking down boundaries. Go him. Deadpool 2 is released in May the 18th. What year? This year. Oh, really? Yeah. They better, they better start piping out the trailers fairly soon, then, don't they? Like the yep. The Han Solo the film is due out next month and there's no trailer for it. I don't think that is going to happen. I don't think so either. Um, it's going to disappear the... into nothingness. Yeah, oh God, that film's... That film, they're treating it like it's going to be absolute shit. Yeah. Um, uh, they should just like uh, cut their losses and just say, you know what, we'll come back to this. Just forget yeah, about it. I feel like they've put too much money into it and that's just how Hollywood works. But then Disney are pretty good at quality control they might just tell them to fuck it off they'll take the loss we shall see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 to be released in 2020 yeah, that seems about right yes yep that does seem about right about two years and other than that John Williams is still going to be doing Star Wars films which is not really a surprise surprise to I no think, one I think that'll do I, I'm just running out of interesting news now I'm just getting through the shit yep but I just thought we'll go over some of the big films due out this year and you can say whether you think they're going to be a hit yes, or a miss. Alrighty then. Number one, Avengers Infinity War. Well, that's obviously going to be a hit, isn't it? Hit. It's going to make crazy money. Black Panther. That's going to be a hit as well, I think. I hype. think that it's going to be average. Oh yeah, in terms of quality, but in terms of money making, it's going to make... Oh Bank. no! I'm talking about quality now. This isn't money making. All these films make money. Oh yeah, Black Panther. I'm not actually a big fan of. So it's not that I'm not a big fan of him. I think he's. Don't know. It's a bit bland, really, to have an origin story. I think you could have done without an origin story for him. He just runs about a bit, jumps on people, claws I'm, at them, if you will. I'm just not as Seems excited like for sissy. him because I, I, was, I felt the same about the first Captain America film. I wasn't that excited for it, and it didn't really live up to. No, the first Hype. the first like round of Marvel films, half of them weren't great anyway. So no, people f- seem to forget that like the first four, the first Captain America, they're a bit like. Meh. We shall see. Ready Player One. Miss. Really? Yeah. I think it'll be in, in a bit of an indie hit. I think it'll be quite funny. I think yeah, from what I can see, it looks like it's got quite a big budget, and even though it's got Spielberg attached, I reckon it's gonna like struggle to um may make the good coin be. Star Wars, Han Solo film, movie. Miss. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a miss as well. 25th of May, that's due out. If it ever even appears. I'm not convinced it'll uh, be there. It won't be there. You've got to see it and it'll just be a blank screen for two hours. Deadpool 2. Hit. Yeah, I think it'll be a hit as well. 
Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Miss. Oh my god, this looks awful. From what I've seen. <laughs> Did you see the trailer for it? Not even. Uh, yes, they're all running away on an <laughs> island, and there's like mud chasing them. You have to go back. Hey, remember that Velociraptor that wasn't in the first film, but you raced by hand and conveniently as a plot point for the second film. Remember that one, Chris Pratt. You need to go and fight him. His character's so bland, I can't even remember the name of him. Shit, Indiana Jones. Shit, Indiana Jones. Yeah, The Incredibles two. Hit. Yeah, yeah I cannot wait likely. for that one. I loved that first one. I think it was so good. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hit. Hit, yeah. I think it would be better than the first one. Probably make four or five hundred mil, maybe. <laughs> but, um, um, pretty good, probably. Aquaman, solo film, supposed to be this year. Miss. He hit. Oh, really? I reckon they. he's got enough of an interesting character they could do with him what they did with Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Miss out the catchphrases and the shitty theme tunes and we'll be fine. No, that's going to miss all day long. So. Oceans 8 with females only. Miss. Miss. Again, I think it's going to be a Ghostbusters thing all over yeah. again. It's going to be almost exactly the same thing. You like, won't. Yeah. Yeah. A good cast of females, but just like recycling the same old concept and giving it the quirk of it just being women. Why not just come up with an original women's film? Maybe. <laughs> Could try that. Mind you, I think. Ocean's Eleven wasn't as classic of a film as oh, no. Ghostbusters. Ocean's Eleven, like the Ocean's films, aren't classics by any means. They're just like light-hearted nonsense. But yeah, that does make you think. Why would you bother to remake that? Because it's not like Jaws or something, yeah. which is like a huge. But then they did make like five of the Ocean's films. Brad Pitt ate a lot of food in all of them. It, I I'll give it a chance. I reckon it could be a good reboot. I reckon it could be could could. Be a good reboot. Right. But fuck me, it would have to be well written. Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald. This, um, of course, will have Johnny Depp in the lead role. Probably hit, I'd say. I'd say hit. I think I think people have a bit too much of a go at Johnny Depp at the moment. He's still capable of carrying the film. Apart from Murder on the Old Express. Apart from Murder on the thankfully yeah. died. Pacific Rim, Uprising. Um, hit, only like because it's going to be cheesy, robot, fighty goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be visually spectacular. It hasn't got Del Toro doing it. I mean... The, are they doing like? I think they're doing like uh, the the Jager things that actually combine into a bigger one. So they're basically going the Power Rangers route of making Power like a Megazord because there's going to be even bigger Kaju. Um, I wasn't impressed by the first trailer, but like you said, um, it'll probably do well overseas, especially in Asia because they're proper like lapped up Pacific Rim. So yeah, probably a hit, but not a massive hit. Yeah, Mission Impossible Six. Always look forward to Mission Impossible hit. film. Yeah. The last couple have been really good. Yeah, yeah, hit. Ever since it's rebooted, I thought it, it would be quite good. Um, there's a film called Red Sparrow about a ballerina. I'm going to hit. It's a secret intelligence service. So it's sort of like Black Widow's origin. I, I'd say, I'd give it a chance. Hit. Who's in it? Oh, God, you make me go back. Joe Edgerton, I think I just saw he's attached to it. Who's playing the female? Oh, uh, diversity right there. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Hey. Jeremy J-Law. Irons is in it. Jeremy Irons, eh? Scar himself. Irons? Don't do that, Batman, you bad boy. Venom film, 2018. Now, I'd like Tom to say... Tom Hardy in the lead role. I'd like to say hit, but I'm not entirely convinced. I think... I want to see something of it before I can form an oh opinion. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Gambit. I reckon it could be all right. I like, I've really enjoyed... Uh, Venom's my favourite character, like, villain-wise, from the um, like the cartoon we used to watch as kids. He was so good in that. Creepy and stuff, but obviously they absolutely bastardized and ruined him in the 2007. Oh yeah, yeah, no. So, but if anyone can play him, Tom Hardy would be a good Venom. Tom Hardy could play anyone. He could play. He could play me in a film (laughs) about me, and he could be all of the characters. Oh yeah. Um, 
Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs, which I'm looking forward to, sort of looks like a fantastic Mr. Fox kind of style. Yeah, it's that stop motion thing. That'll be a hit. Um, won't yeah. make big money, but it'll probably be really successful. It's actually out in March. Ooh. Um, be very quaint and entertaining. It's got Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Brian Cranston, Owen Wilson, Tilda Swinton, Jeff Goldblum, Yoko Ono, Adrian Brody. I can just, I just know it's gonna be in these films. Um, a film called Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, that's a fart. Are these supposed that to be coming out this year? I think some of these are just like speculative dates because like yeah, some think, of them I don't move on, do they? We've got like just speculative dates here, but uh, Tomb Raider film has apparently been. Have you seen the trailer for that yet? No. That's the one that looks well like a video game. It's Apparently got, um, that's due out 15th of March. It's got Fassbender's wife in it, um, Vikando, whatever her name is. A film called Annihilation with Natalie Portman in it. Oh, that actually looks good. It's by the um, guy who directed Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, it's, it had like a bit of a Stranger Things vibe, basically. She's like a scientist and there's like this weird sort of bubble forms and they go into it and there's all like sort of crazy shit going on. It's hard to describe, but mm. it's got like a sort of um, quite a... Interesting vibe. You should watch I'll trust your word and say hit. Yeah. X Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, God. I hated the last X Men film so much. Yep. Not November. Logan Apocalypse that I just can't even. I don't think I could. I can't bear to deal with them anymore. That's how bad it was. Uh, The Predator. Uh, which I think is a remake of Predator. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a remake or a sequel, but it's being written by it, Shane Black, it, who did The Nice Guys, wrote Lethal Weapon, was in Predator as. um. What was this character called again? Is this a remake? Guy with the glasses. Hasn't got a particularly big cast this one. Oh, though. no, it's, it's the fourth instalment in the film, it says. So, for some reason, though, the, the Google page has just given me the um, the synopsis for the first film. Of course. But that's, that's, that's to be expected. It's set to take place between Predator 2 and Predators. Of course, that's the ideal timeline. Because everyone remembers those two classics. Uh, Predators weren't too bad. Predator 2, nah, pretty awful. I know you'll be looking forward to this next one, Fifty Shades Freed. Wee. Which I think will be the last one. Thank so, so God. Next month, isn't it? Fucking hell. Um, they just churn those pieces of shit out, don't yeah. they? Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one yet. What? Oh, is it good? Mate, you need to watch first Wreck-It Ralph. It's fucking brilliant. Really? Ooh, I'll have to check that out, man. Sicario 2. Yeah, that looks pretty good. You haven't seen Sicario 1 yet? No. <laughs> oh, mate, it's pretty good. Um, it's on Netflix. Uh, the Freddie Mercury film supposed to come out with um, that guy. The guy from Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot playing him. Yeah. Could be interesting. It's an insidious film. That's out now, isn't it? Holmes and Watson. The Purge, the Island. Oh, I God. just think, yes, yes, yes. Why not? Do what you They're like, not going to be hits. Idiots. They're going to they're gonna do okay, but they're not going to be hits. Right. Shall we move on? Because we've been talking about these films quite a while now. And I, I'm looking forward to 2018, actually. Now, now I've gone over some of them bigger films. Yeah, there's a couple of interesting things to um, look forward to. Um, before we get on to our main feature, before we do get to the main feature, I would like to play you a little promo break. This is from one of our good podcasting pals, uh, the VHS podcast. Main host is a guy by the name of Wes. He's a lovely guy from the Americas who's called Wes, and he has a great podcast. I've been on his show before. We spoke about Wild Wild West, and he's just a stand-up guy, and they've got a good quality show, so... Why don't you have a listen to this promo and then maybe check them out. Or, or maybe not, maybe. Just fucking do it before I cut your face off. Cheers. Peace. Bye-bye. The Via VHS podcast is changing lives. Here's some testimonials. Bill from Tallahassee, Florida says, I was able to quit my job and get a Ferrari, just like Magnum P.I. Sue from San Diego, California says, Wow, it really helped with my crippling depression. 
thanks via VHS. And Tom from Charlotte, North Carolina says, it cured my genital warts. Wow. Listen to the Via VHS podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Is there anything of note you'd like to discuss? Anything within your film watching that you've seen in the last couple of weeks that isn't bright? Anything that pops no, into your I've mind? I've been watching a couple of new episodes of Black Mirror Season 4. How Watch. is it? So I'm still good. well behind. It's good, that. man. It's just They're all good. They're all so like sort of bleak and weird. And they're, they're the only sort of thing that makes me feel very uncomfortable watching. Because I'm just like, oh god, I like really dislike this character, or like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to egg this character on, but he just he's a dick. <laughs> he's just such a dick. I'm, I'm still only seeing the first series and a couple of episodes of series two, but I've, I've enjoyed it because it just it all it all seems very believable. It seems like we're only like a few decades away or a couple hundred years away from actually it being a potential future yeah. for people. It's not like completely out out of the question that society could go a certain way. Yeah, no, it's social look media good. shit. And it all. does look, it does look good. Bit dystopian future reality. I like it. I like it a lot. I have set myself the challenge of watching 365 films in one year. Gay. <laughs> so far, wait, I've isn't it a leap year? Is it? I don't know. No, no, I think that's not. We haven't got a leap year for another two. I swear. Someone said it was like. But the point is, I don't think I'm going to do it. I thought I'd just give it a go, see how I'm getting on. Go on. We're currently 14 days into 2018. And I've seen 19 films. And they're all films I've never seen before as well. Okay. And I'd say about four or five of them have been good, and the rest have been fairly shit. Yeah, I think that's the problem you're going to find watching 365 films. I'd be surprised if 40 of them are exceptional. Even less than that. I reckon you'll, you'll watch 30 that are exceptional, probably about... A hundred that are good, and the rest are just going to be shit. I oh, know I'm not. I'm not only going to watch like um, new films though, because I think I'd go insane. But a couple that stood out in my mind. Um, let me just go through. Let me have a look. Go one. on. The Disaster Artist was really good. It was yep. really funny. James Franco is fucking awesome in that. I watched a film. Uh, you're really going to take the piss out of me now. Go on. But I watched a film called The Red Turtle on Amazon. It's like this Japanese anime. They put some weird shit on with, Amazon with no dialogue, and it was actually like fucking amazing. Yeah. I really cried. Is it because it has a turtle in it? It wasn't. No, but the. It's it's much more than just a red turtle, okay? There's a lot more to it than that. I was setting myself the challenge of learning Chinese. When Harry Met Sally is actually really good. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, you need to watch that. Well, the original or the remake? I think there's only an original. And then I saw Free, Bull, Bull, Free Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I would suggest... You don't have to see it at the cinema, but it's worth checking out. It's pretty yeah, it's dark. got Willie, Har- Willie Harrison in it. Willie it? Harrison's in it, Sam Rockwell's in it, and his character's a right dick, but yeah. he's really good. And um, it's, of course, got uh, Francis McDormand. Yeah, it was in Fargo. It's just um, it's by the guy who made In Bruges, um, so it's got that really dark comedic vibe uh, about a woman whose uh, daughter gets raped and killed and murdered, and she just hires these three billboards that are outside the little town she's in, and uh, calling out the police saying, "What are you doing, dickheads?" Basically, <laughs> and then that starts a load of shit. It's just a story about that. But yeah. Sounds interesting. And uh, I was just I was sat there. It was like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. There was about 10 of us in the cinema. And all of a sudden, like these five hoodlums just ran in, ran straight down the stairs. And then, you know, d- down the front where the little staircase is. Yes. Exit, they just disappeared down there. And then this fat, like, security guy came in chasing after him. And he disappeared downstairs. And that's probably the most interesting part of the film. <laughs> yeah, I've n- in all those years, I've never seen that happen. Like, in the middle of the afternoon. It wasn't actually. The film was good, but... Uh, very distracting and inconsiderate yeah fuck them fuck them young people I should have got a free ice blast or something for that surely is that a sex move (laughs) 
Yeah, there's so a by the end of the year, you would have been more culturally adept, and I would have learned Chinese. But we'll learn Chinese later, because for now we need to talk about Bright. Share, share. <laughs> Directed by David Ayer, <laughs> the man who made Fury, Suicide Squad, and End of Watch. Oh God! One of those films is good. One of those films is okay. One of those films is terrible. And as his career has gone on, he has seemingly got worse. Oh, man, so this has got 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. 6.5 on IMDb, but I'm not sure about IMDb. I think IMDb hits it quite well. Nearly everything on IMDb seems to be like a 7, though. So many things are 7s on IMDb. And they'll have like 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but I don't like think there's many films that are bad. There aren't any. There aren't really that many films that are actually 3s out of 10s. A lot of people just that I would watch. A lot of people just say bad or good. Bad. That film's bad. That film's good. It's never just a lot of films are just average, and that means like between four and six out of ten. A lot of films are just average. Yeah, there is a lot of average films. There's quite a few terrible films, but we try and avoid watching them. Try. Costs. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I can't talk about this film too much because I just don't feel like it had any real substance to it. Yeah, well, that, that is a good point. Um, before we get there, though, I would like to mention this film had, uh, as well as being a Netflix original, which, which they're making a lot of these days. Yeah, they make everything. Um, it had a bar- budget of apparently 90 million. This is according to Wikipedia. I'm not sure how don't, reliable mm. that is, but it does. I mean, when you've got Will Smith, who's obviously a big actor, David Ayer's obviously taken a liking to him because he was dead shot in Suicide Squad. And I think he'd, Will Smith did good in this film. I think Will Smith's a good actor, and I think he did well in this film. Will Smith is a good actor, considering what he had to what he had to play with. I think he did well with what he was given. Uh, for the first time in the, his career that I've seen, he actually played a character who I thought was a bit of a dick. Really, yeah, he was quite unlikable, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, quite. Because normally yeah. Will Smith's just like even in like uh, when he played Deadshot, he was sort of like somehow it's spun to be like a good guy who was just trying to do stuff for his daughter. Yeah, killing people, contract killing them, but to look after your little daughter. That's okay. It's not okay, guys. Yeah, in this film, like, honest living. Well, the film just begins with you've got three classes of society: elves, which are just the really rich people; the humans, pretty ones, which are just the middle; and orcs, which are just dumb and have the one of the worst strong. creature designs I've ever seen. I, I thought, thought the makeup was quite good. Did you think that yeah, makeup was I didn't okay? Think it was that bad? I just thought it looked so fucking silly, though. They just look like really big humans with just big fat. And heads. then the elves just look like humans with pointy ears, like it's and just blue hair. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I thought I thought they did quite. It's really weird because you've got this fantasy world that exists in almost like modern day it's society. When I when I first heard about this, uh, like the the concept behind this film, I was pretty skeptical. To be honest, I was thinking, "What the fuck?" I is still this? am because there's so many plot holes in this it film. Did, I still I feel like it was an ambitious thing to do, but it really doesn't work. Like the way they've tried to have it, give it like that edgy, gritty sort of tone. And then have like magic wand stuff going on at the same time. Yeah. This like, could so have worked just as like a police, like a straightforward police film without all that mythical stuff. I think, and it might have been better. Yeah, the point is that all that sort of magic stuff wasn't supposed to have existed for like a couple of thousand of years. And there's even like a, an FBI type people just to find magical items because you're not allowed to do magic. It's banned. And it just, like, it's not even like loads of people can do magic. It's like, even then, not that many people can do magic. So. I, I like the fact that it's not all magical and that. It just so happens that actually there's just classes of people. There's, there's people, there's elves. Yeah, but how like thinly veiled is like the obvious... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, orcs yeah, are yeah. actually supposed to represent black, black people who are run down. And yeah. then 
the elves, elves of the rich of white rich, people. Literally, yeah, yeah. That was a bit like, oh, really? That was really that was in your face. the The plot was just horrible. The like it began okay, they sort of, but as it shadow everything so fucking in your face. It's just a joke. It was it was very predictable. I thought it was just like going on and on and on. It's Even like by the end when he gets bloodied, it's like you you know you're gonna get redemp redemption like. Uh, so we go obviously full spoilers in this there's no reason why you can't watch this film before before listening to this because it's on Netflix you fucking poor people everybody's got Netflix now and if you don't have it I'm sure your aunt your uncle your mum your dad your brother will give you a password that is true we do live in a wanking society these days okay so when he died I knew that he you knew that he weren't going to die you knew that he weren't going to die properly and then he came back it it was okay again Will Smith can't die though can he at one one point the orc gets shot because he won't tell other orcs where the wand is which is the plot point the plot point is a wand it's the greatest sex weapon in the universe if if the elf if this elf one elf gets the wand the dark lord comes back which you don't really know too much about all you know is that there was once a guy called the dark lord and he was defeated with magic and he's the reason magic is banned that's the thing i mean it wants to give you this sort of mythological magical um like sort of vibe to it but they do so little in terms of actually like building that world really i think you see like the elves are rich and that blah 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 Mm. we see a little bit of the magic stuff but not enough to really make you think oh that's why this is happening it's all very much just as you're going along they just say oh this happened and then oh there's a dark lord that might appear if we do this there's no I did like at the beginning World building, really, when I it was think. sort of hinting at the whole orc society and the fact that you you belong to a clan and if you've got if you've not got teeth then you've been banished and you're a traitor um, and the fact that this one orc that's managed to become a police officer is the only orc that's a police officer and he's hated by all orcs because he's deemed as a traitor because they don't trust the humans. I like that, but then it just in it just they, the film pushed it so fucking hard in your face for the rest of it that it was like. Yeah. Oh, they keep calling him like Roundtooth. They keep like s- snobbing at him. And then later on in the film, when he has his big sort of character-defining moment, where he starts going, "I know what it's like to be hated by everyone," and you're like, oh, "Yeah, we know. We just watched an hour of of people <laughs> fucking hating you, flicking their bogeys at you." Yeah, it's not like you take got, that shit sniffer. It's like, oh fuck. And then yeah, Will Smith seems quite oblivious to everything, all of it happening as well. Like he doesn't seem to realize that the humans hate him and the orcs hate him and. <laughs> He's not liked by anyone. I must admit, um, given that Joe Edgerton is under so much makeup, I think he gives a pretty good performance. And I, I do like what they did with his character. I, I like it. If you, know, if you actually look at the costume, his nose and ears work so well in the film. Yeah. Like he, he's always like sniffing or, or moving his ears about to hear something, especially in like the quiet bits. So I think that's quite well, well done in the film. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I wasn't a big fan of the design, but he was good. So it a lot all of the film, fine, they sort honest. of spend running away from the police because Will Smith... Ha- so they find the wand, then four police officers come in and say, we're going to kill your orc friend because the police have wanted to get rid of the orc ever since he joined the police force. Yeah, and that but, wouldn't look suspicious at all. Yeah, that's the thing. They, they, Their their argument was, well, if we we can shoot him now and just say gangsters did it. And also, we now they have a on wand. the gangsters. Yeah. So, But then Will Smith's smart enough to realise that... They're going to kill him as well. He just does the thing he does in Suicide Squad, the dead shot thing where he just yeah, turns just around and shoots a load of people. Shoots all four of them. And then for somehow, even though no one else was there and no one else saw it, he's now wanted for killing four police officers. Of course. Because um, and also some Mexican thugs realise that 
he has uh, a wand and they spend the rest of the film trying to chase him down. Uh, um, this is an, another thing I was a bit disappointed about. Um, we had the villain played by Numi Rapaz. She's um, like an evil bitch elf and she's got a couple of little hoodlums that go around with her. If she, she was gets the wand, the Dark Lord comes back. It's her yeah. wand. She's the one that's after it, but we get so little about her as well, really. And she, she oh, just, yeah. She just appears. She kills a couple of people in a badass way, but that's literally it. And she's on screen away. for like six minutes, I think. Yeah, she's, she's not a very compelling villain. Anybody could have played that role. I think the best anybody. villain was the orc. The main orc boss. I thought he was quite good. He had the one that killed the other orc. No one. The one that shot him. Yeah, the yeah. one that shot um, the main orc. Nick Jack Jack Jacoby. Uh huh. Yeah. Jacoby and Nick. Yeah, I can't really. Um, I'm not really. I, I can't really remember the names to be honest. My, so my, yeah, there's my a, brain started to block it all. At out. one point, they they go into an orc nightclub, and you learn later on in the film that the idea of that nightclub is that there's no guns and anyone's allowed, and he's trying to bring the community together but they the police bring guns in so they piss the orcs off at that point so at that point there's orcs chasing them there's mexican gangsters chasing them there's elves chasing them and there's police chasing them as well he's got the the full selection pretty much yeah but um and the whole thing wraps up by how does it even wrap up i can't even remember they go back to where they originally came because the elf kills herself getting jacoby back alive after he gets shot and then <laughs> they're in oh god this film sounds so bad a lot of convoluted old bullshit they they go back to where the magic where they found the wand in the first place try to get her back alive main elf bitch comes back and she gets shot, shot. and she dies and Will Smith touches the wand the wand goes red he fucks it up and you find out that Will Smith is also a bright which again is the name of the film and the film barely touches on what a bright is and even when it does it doesn't significantly signify any importance to being a bright at all yeah it's just um convenience so you know that will smith is a bright but you also know that that means fuck all (laughs) glorious glorious right in there yeah it it just oh and there was a scene the the scene at the petrol station where that sheriff guy turns up watch that again it's it doesn't feel like it's scripted and it just is horrible the the timing of the speaking in that scene is absolutely horrible. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's a, it's, it's just such an like a, a like a nothing film, really. It had so much potential. You could have done something really interesting and just been like, yeah. holy fuck, this could have been like mental. But instead, it was just like the safest version of a weird concept you could have. Like, I'd yeah, you've got orcs and elves, but it's just so by the numbers, isn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I recommend watching miss. it because I like, I like the world it's set in. There were some good scenes. I thought the guy that played Jacoby, he did really well as Jacoby. I thought he was quite good because he's supposed to be like, orcs are supposed to be like a little bit dumb. Yeah. And he, he does quite well at playing a sort of dumb orc. Yeah, he he does fine. It was a, it was a, it was an okay film, but yeah, it's def- I don't think there's nothing more than that. I don't, I'd never watch it again. There's nothing to yeah, it never had any real demand for to repeat it. viewings or a sequel or anything for like that. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to score this bad boy. Oh, I I just like to add as well though that no one other really than Will Smith gets any sort of fleshed out backstory. No, yeah, I will, uh, the the orc guy. We learn a bit about him. We learn about his history and a little stuff. bit, but not. Much. Yeah, but Will Smith is always gonna be the main focus, isn't he? Mm. He's just the big daddy Mac, isn't he? Mm. Fresh Prince of Bel End. Anyway, yep. The Lord of film. Dance. Score. Give it a five. 
I am going to give it... Uh, do you know what? Yeah, I'll give it a five. I thought it was average. I thought you were going to score lower than that. I thought you were going to score it a four. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It was just... Distinctly just average, average in any yeah, way. Yeah, it's so just... Again, it's a concept that was really interesting. This sort of mythological world, but it wasn't actually mythological. And there's, you know, you've got elves and you've got humans, you've got orcs all subsiding next to each other in, in society. And they could have done something so good with it, but they just didn't. Yeah. Well, the... He's a, he's a guy who's made quite a lot of his films are based around like a sort of urban environment with like the gangster element and that. And um, some of them have been a bit better. Like I thought End of Watch. This was like a weird, like fucking Orkin elf version of End of Watch. Have you seen that yet? No, I've not seen That's it. That's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and um, oh, what's his name? The funny guy for Ant Man, Mexican dude, Michael Pena. That's really that's pretty damn good. You should watch that. But that's about like two cops going around and getting involved in shit. Really well made. But this is just like. I think since Suicide Squad, he's got it in his head that he's got to do like this fucking weird like fantasy element to stuff, and yeah, don't need to. I mean, there's that whole scene with the Mexican guy and the, the Mexican leader of his gang. He's in a wheelchair, and he wants the wand, but then you don't really so find he can out get why. Get his legs back. But yeah, basically, by the end, just before he gets killed, he goes, "I need the wand back so I can get my legs back and have sex with my woman." And he's like, "Because he's got a colostomy bag." Yeah, and but when that scene hits, you just like. Oh, like okay. I just didn't give two shits about him. No. The character, his motivation could have been yeah, like, I want could money, anything, and it wouldn't have mattered. But he tried, he tried so hard to sort of hit you with that, and you're like, no. I want a giant thumb but so I can slap the base. No one can touch the wand without dying. No one knows magic. So getting the wand, what will that do? What will that achieve for you? I don't realise though, do they, Joe? <coughs> Unless you're a bright, of course. <coughs> but then you won't even know how to use it. That's now. the biggest plot hole in the film. Everyone wants the one. Okay, give it to them. What the fuck are they going to do with it? Evaporate. Way they were gone. Exploded. All right. Uh, I put out a little note on Twitter asking for questions. Did you say, I'm a big fat poopy head. Ask me a question about that. How big is your big fat poopy head? Very big. We've got an interesting range of questions. One of which is related to wrestling. And not... Because um, I said we could, they could ask us about anything. So Go on then. Of course they did. Um, we'll skip to the end. Asked Best wrestler of all time. Straight away I went with Undertaker. Really? Yeah, he's my favourite. I like Mankind. Ooh, it's a bold move. I did like Mankind. I he was crazy he was though, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. That wild element. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit mental, wasn't he? I always remember when he jumped off that cage and like, yeah. broke his leg or yeah, his arm or whatever. 30 it was. foot, I think it was. Yeah, like, didn't have to carry on wrestling. Yeah. Oh, Mick Foley. He was a wild man. Yeah, Mick Foley, yeah. All right, this Fucking crazy. This question is directly rated to the film. Um, this Ooh. is from What Were They Thinking? Do what you really want a sequel to this trash? Open brackets, bright Close brackets. <sighs> I'd watch it. If it's on Netflix, I'd watch it. If it was in the cinema, I wouldn't fucking bother. I think this is where this film has benefited massively. If if it had been getting the reception it has at the cinema, it, I think it would have flopped like a ton of bricks. Absolutely. But because you've got that factor of you don't have to leave your house, you've got Netflix anyway, a lot of people are just going to watch it purely out of curiosity. So it was a good move on their part, I think. I mean, my girlfriend watched it, but she sort of like happened to be in the room more than actively wanting to watch it. It's just a sort of thing where you sort of she started watching it and then she just sort of sat there and watched it and then at the end just went, uh, <laughs> and moved on. And I think I totally agree with that reaction. Classic. Yeah. All right. Is that uh, it? Two questions? Yeah. Ugh. Give us more! We'll get there, don't worry. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a weird interjection in this episode because I thought we'd only recorded two questions. Or rather, received two questions, but we had, in fact, received three, and I can't forget one. Uh, so Joe's just left my bloody house, but 
I'll have to answer it solo, I'm afraid. This is from our good pal and the handsome man himself, Benji Box, who's from the Sudden Double Deep podcast. It's a great podcast. You should check it out. Much better than us, much wiser, but also much older. You old fuckers! Right, his question was, what was harder to watch? Will Smith killing a fairy with a broomstick or John Hawks flipping the table and choking Francis McDormand? Well, I don't know, really. They both made me equally hard. <laughs> no, um, sorry about that. That was a disgusting reply. Yeah, it was obviously harder to watch John Hawks choke Francis McDormand. There was a lot of emotion in that scene, especially given the history of us knowing that he domestically abused her, etc. in the past. Whereas the fairy was a shitty CGI animal, but it did get beaten pretty brutally by Will Smith with a broomstick. So it's too weird and farrowed, isn't it, really? It's uh, sixes and sevens. But yeah, thanks for that question as well. And I'm out of here. Oh, I look forward to a year full of more podcasting goodness. We'll sweat out a film to watch within the next two weeks. Yeah, definitely. Even if it's just fortnightly, we'll figure some stuff out. We'll figure some stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can always coincide it with your 365 films a year. I might just do a 52 films a year challenge. <laughs> we I'll go watch one film a year and review it with you. Don't mean one film a week. One film a week and review it with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure something out for the, uh, next week. Or we might even do the Winston Churchill film, which would be good anyway, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. It's always worth seeing Mr. Goldman, isn't it? So, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you very much. I want to go get in the bath because I've got a lovely bath. I'm also going to get in the bath. With me? Yeah. That's why I come round. <laughs>